Your financial choices may discuss various financial-related topics and thus would like to offer the following disclosures. Lori Siebert is employed by Valley National Group, the Valley National Financial Advisors Group of Companies. Investments are offered through Valley National Investments Incorporated, member FINRA. We inform you that any federal tax, state tax, financial advice, or information contained in this communication is not intended to be personalized or specific in nature or to be relied upon for your personal situation in any circumstance. The advice and information are not intended and cannot be used as a tax opinion letter nor used for the purpose of avoiding tax-related penalties. For personalized advice specific to your own situation, we recommend that you consult your CPA, CFP, or attorney. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is your host, Lori Siebert. To see, I'm a CPA, CFP professional, and AEP on the web at yourfinancialchoices.com. You can listen online each and every week at wdiy.org or on the WDIY listening app. Today is September. Well, what is today? God, I almost said September. November 15th. 15th. <laughs> November 15th, 2023. All Thanks, day. folks. Boy, I was recently in um, San Diego and it felt like summer and I saw a turkey on the top of a building and I thought, why is a turkey on top of the building? Like a blown up turkey? I thought, why is this blown up turkey on top of the building? <laughs> I thought it was summer. I forgot. It was actually November. So my apologies. The markets were up today with the Dow closing at 34991 the NASDAQ at 14000 103 and the S&P at 4,502. Our topic tonight is Medicare annual enrollment. We are live tonight. We'll take your questions. Bob and Cindy are in the studio with us this evening. We'll answer your calls, take your information. We ask you to mute your radio so you can hear me without the delay and we can talk without confusion. We discuss general financial planning topics and not specific investments. And while I typically have a topic each week, you can still ask questions off topic and I'll do my best to answer them. The phone number is 610-758-8810. Email is also available at yourfinancialchoices.com. If you prefer not to speak live on air, just give your question to Cindy. She'll write it down and Bob will bring it in to us and we'll do our best to answer the question. Tonight, Medicare annual enrollment with my guest, Daniel Banks, my frequent guest. I'm so happy to have Dan here to explain things I myself do not understand. Dan is president and co-founder of Silvercrest Insurance. He started his career in 2000 as a financial advisor for the Guardian Life Insurance Company and then went on to start his own agency. So Dan, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about that? Sure. Um, Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Uh, Happy to be here. Um, Yeah, I started my agency back in 2008, um, sort of serendipitously discovered Medicare, and there's a a lot of confusion in that market. So I started the agency in 2008, and basically, um, you know, we've grown a a little bit since then. We are um, five advisors, including myself, and then we have support staff, uh, our office manager, Danielle, who's excellent, and Alexis, our customer service, who answers the phones. So um, we help people who are going on Medicare. We explain all their options to them, help them sign up for Medicare. And um, once they're signed up for Medicare, we help review their options ongoing for as long as they'll have us. So um, it's, you know, been a great ride and and uh really continuing to enjoy it and um again just happy you know happy to be here and hopefully we can uh, shed some light on you know 
a fairly confusing topic for well, some people. And I would say you said you started the agency in 2008 because you, you were drawn to it because there was so much confusion. You saw an, a, a need. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's gotten less confusing no. since 2008. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's amazing, though, the more things uh, change, the more they stay the same. Um, so it's been a little bit like that with Medicare, but there's been a lot of law changes over the years that impact things in such a way that, you know, it needs to be explained to everybody um, each year. We try to keep people informed of, of changes and things that are going on that are going to impact them. Um, and, you know, there's some things that have happened recently with the Inflation Protection Act, which I know we're going to we're going to talk about. There was a piece of that legislation that impacted Medicare prescription drugs. Um, and so as we're in the annual enrollment period this year, um, I just think, you know, we've been doing a lot of education one-on-one -on -one with our own clients through constant contact newsletters. We try to keep people informed. Um, but it, it's just trying to get the word out there to let people know, you know, how the market's trending and how that might impact their coverage. It's funny, Dan, because we find the same thing happens in tax legislation. Sure. It's constantly yep. changing. It's changing mid-year. It's so much to keep yep. up with. It's hard to understand. So it really does help when you have someone who's kind of in the thick of it and, and right. looking at it all the time. And just for reference purposes, folks, Dan and I were talking before the show about some things that I mentioned a drug my mother was on. Dan knows the generic names of drugs. <laughs> so it's not even just about picking which uh, plan might be appropriate it's about understanding the underlying need of the of the client Absolutely. as well yeah. to understand i mean for you guys to have t to even know about like names of drugs and generic names yeah. of drugs is, that tells you how deep you can kind of go with some of the review i would say sure it factors pretty heavily into things especially you know, and people are well aware of this that are on these medications. There are some really expensive medications. And insulin, fortunately, um, is one that uh, they've sort of thrown a lasso around now and they've capped the price. And that's part of, you know, something that we want to touch on. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about that. So um, before our first break, I want to talk about what we're going to call the hot topic of the fall, which is Medicare annual enrollment. Mm -hmm. So if you could, let's start kind of with that, letting okay. our listeners know why it's important um, to them sure. and why we need to understand, you know, to whom that applies, the Medicare annual enrollment. So how, how that impacts people, there's folks on original Medicare that have a supplement with a Part D prescription plan. And then the alternative is the Medicare Advantage plans. And anybody listening right now who watches TV understands that there's a, a lot of commercials for those plans. That's the Part C of Medicare. So the C and D parts of Medicare are government-subsidized plans sold by private insurance companies. And each year that subsidy changes uh, because they're, they have to have an increase every year to account for inflation and such. Um, so the benefits in the plan change as well, and therefore they have this seven-week period where you can review the benefits of each of those plans and decide whether or not you want to stay with the plan you have or go to a different plan based on your current situation. Um, so uh, it's certainly, you know, it's unfortunately it's a very condensed time 
Um, the insurance companies are extremely busy. Agencies like ours are extremely busy at that time. Um, and, you know, it, it's sort of a big mess because there's a lot of nervousness around it um, from our clients, of course. You know, it, you know, what should we do? Should we stay? Should we go? Do we need to do anything? Uh, so those are the questions we try to answer for them. Unfortunately, um, there's been special enrollment periods opened up and we're going to talk about one um it's not exactly a special enrollment period but another enrollment period in the uh, early part of the year from january 1st through the 31st of march called the medicare advantage open enrollment period that takes a little bit of the pressure off of this time um and you know we can elaborate on that a little bit as well okay so tonight we're going to talk about um the Medicare annual enrollment, mm -hmm. a little bit about the Medicare Advantage open enrollment, mm -hmm. like what that is. And um, I thought it would be um, relevant to a lot of people, too, to talk about Medicare versus employer coverage, meaning sometimes when yep. people turn 65, they think they have to go on Medicare. But if they have a spouse who's working, they may have qualified coverage through that employer and some of the things we want to look at for that. And then, of course, talk about some of this Inflation, um, inflation Reduction Act, I reduction think it was. Reduction Act, yeah. That was yep. for, um, to help mitigate some of the cost, and there's a phase-in period on that. So we want to talk about that. So lots of things to unpack during the hour tonight. If you have questions, I have Dan Banks from Silvercrest Insurance who um, does the Medicare supplemental plans and the medicare advantage supplements plans. advantage and prescription plans so we cover and all dental the, and dental yes because yes. i always <laughs> want to throw that in too so yeah. we're um we have dan here tonight if you have questions you can talk live on air with us at 610-758-8810 or if you're not comfortable talking on li live but you have a question just give it to um cindy call in 610-758-8810 and uh we'll we'll get an answer to you we'll be back in just a moment WDIY thanks its members and Valley National Financial Advisors, offering a broad spectrum of financial services for more than 25 years, including fee-based asset management. It all starts with personal goals and an understanding of risk tolerance, investment objectives, and the markets. On the web at valleynationalgroup.com or 610-868-9000. WDIY members have exclusive access to our weekly member ticket giveaway. That's a new drawing every week for the best events the Lehigh Valley has to offer concerts, festivals, film screenings, theater performances, and more. Last year, WDIY gave away over 2,000 tickets to our members, so don't miss your chance. Become a WDIY member today. Call 610-694-8100, extension 4, or visit WDIY.org. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Lori Siebert. You're listening to Your Financial Choices right here on WDIY. If you have questions, the phone number is 610-758-8810. You can talk live on air with us or just give your question to Cindy and she'll write it down. And you can also email questions through yourfinancialchoices.com. I have with me this evening Dan Banks of Silvercrest Insurance, president and co-founder who helps people navigate this myriad of options you would have when going on Medicare. So, Dan, we were just kind of chatting in the first part of the show. Let's kind of put some framework around um, what's going on right now. Yeah. We have the Medicare annual enrollment, and then you mentioned the Medicare Advantage 
uh, enrollment, so uh, open enrollment. So could you kind of just paste, you know, put some footnotes for us on those? So I'd say, you know, for the listeners out there that have original Medicare, which means A and B is your primary, and you have one of the Medigap plans, so it's a letter plan, F, um, D, N, N, um, G, G. <laughs> uh, like Sesame Street here, <laughs> um, then you you have a separate Part D prescription drug plan. You're the folks that I think need to pay the most attention. Perfect. Because, um, number one, your prescription plan as it is right now is most certainly going to be much different next year. And depending on the medications you have, if you have inexpensive generic medications, you're probably fine. Um, I say probably if you're in a low cost prescription plan and you know you have uh, generics that's probably okay but if you have some some medications that are a little more expensive or you're not sure you want to find out have that reviewed to see if maybe there's a better option for you uh, next year because the plans are i've seen have changed this year more than i've ever seen before can I ask you a question then? You said so people who might have more expensive drug plans or they're or, or they're not sure more expensive drugs, they should have it reviewed because you think things are changing and the prices are going to be going up. Are you privy to like how those premiums or prices change already? You know what plans they're going into, so oh you, yeah, we you have an idea of what the cost would yeah, be. Yeah, as an agency, we we have uh, we have access to every single plan. Every, um, I mean, we don't, we're not certified to sell every single plan, but we can look at any plan, see the cost, see the tiering structure and how much the medications cost and where they fall in the tiering structure or if they're on the formulary at all. And the formulary, for those that don't know, is the drug plan's list of medications that are covered on their plan. Each plan has to cover two medications in every therapeutic category. Um, which means blood pressure, cholesterol, any any illness or uh, that there is, they have to offer something. Um, that doesn't mean they're going to cover the one that your doctor specifically prescribes, but there would be two medications that it would cover. And I don't think people would realize this necessarily. If you go through your life with not ever having prescription, needing prescriptions, all of a sudden you turn 65, you go on Medicare and everything goes downhill and you start needing medicine. I would never have suspected that till you just said that, that they're, that you're saying that not every drug plan has to cover every drug. Oh no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be impossible. Okay. Um, and so, you know, one plan might cover, cover Levomir, which if you take Levomir, pay attention because that's one that's not covered by every plan, but there are a couple plans that cover it well. That's why you guys end up that, having to know the drugs. Right. We have to look at the drugs and, and eventually, because we do it every day, uh, all day, yeah. We, you know, we we then begin to understand which plans. I mean, we can probably predict the plan that's going to come up by the medications that you tell us. And uh, it could be that consequential in the decision making, knowing that the drugs you're saying in particular, the Part D drug plans particularly need to be reviewed this year. Well, put it this way. If you're taking Levomir, which is in a flex pen, which costs about five or six hundred dollars retail, and it's not on your formulary next year, 
you either don't take it anymore or you pay the full cost of it. Mm. So, you know, or you got to take a different medication, you know, that's an insulin. So, you know, it's, and of course your doctor's the one that's going to tell you that. We can't tell you to go take something else, but we can tell you if it's going to be covered or not. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to figure it out. Um, and you don't want to get stuck because next year on the first of the year, well, at on the seventh, if you don't make your change, you're stuck with that plan for all of next year. By December seventh, the end of the annual Correct. and the Medicare Correct. annual enrollment. Again, and just so you know, I'm just talking to the people who have a, a Part D plan, not right. Medicare Advantage people. The other thing that people on original Medicare can do now, if they want, is move to a Medicare Advantage plan. This is the only opportunity that they have to do that. So the timing of that, if if the traditional Medicare open enrollment is through December 7th, mm -hmm. that's still selecting for like a January 1 start. January 1 start. And the, but at in this period, I can also choose to go to a Medicare Advantage? Correct. And then that also would start January yeah, 1. Yeah, everything okay. starts January okay. 1st. So... You know, so again, it becomes a it becomes a tighter period for the folks on original Medicare. Review your drug plans, or if you're thinking about going to Medicare Advantage, this is the time to do that. If you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, of course, you can switch your Medicare Advantage plan between now and December 7th, again, to start on January 1st. But you also have the first three months of next year to do that as well as well that's why and they that's have the, a longer period right okay. it's called the medicare advantage open enrollment period and the people on medicare advantage plans in that time can also go back to original medicare and pick up a supplement in that open enrollment period and a prescription plan so it's very you know so there's those nuanced differences but again, in this time of year, it's very important for the people on original Medicare with prescription plans to make their decision or they're just going to have what they have now and deal with it. Okay, because you said you saw that prices could be going up then. And uh, Well, the, the pricing necessarily, the premiums aren't necessarily all going up. It's more like the benefits in the plans. The cost sharing The of cost it? sharing. Okay. Uh, so most of those low premium plans have deductibles. And again, I'm talking about prescription plans. Um, that Most of them have deductibles up front on tier three medications, some on tier two medications and higher. Those are your more expensive, you know, mm -hmm. uh, medications. Tier threes are brands. Tier fours are non-preferred brands. Tier fives are specialty drugs like mm -hmm. cancer medications. So the deductibles apply to those. But in the tier threes, which are the more common um, brand medications, Eliquis, Zarelto, you see it on TV. It's expensive. $500, $600 retail for those medications. Instead of a fixed copay, a lot of these plans are going to percentages. So people on those drug plans with drugs like Eliquis, which is a very common drug uh, blood thinner, all of a sudden next year they're going to be paying a lot more. I want to go over that example when we get back from yep. this next break. Folks, if you have questions, the phone number is 610-758-8810. We're talking with Dan Banks, president and co-founder of Silvercrest Insurance. 
we're available live, or if you're not comfortable talking live, just give your question to Cindy, 610-758-8810. We'll be back in just a moment. WDIY thanks its members and Valley National Financial Advisors, offering a broad spectrum of financial services for more than 25 years, including income tax preparation for individuals, businesses, estates, and trusts. Tax preparation involves more than putting numbers on a return. It requires planning. On the web at valleynationalgroup.com or 610-868-9000. WDIY presents a selection of award-winning public affairs programs weeknights from 6 to 7 p.m. Listen to important conversations regarding art, science, politics, and more here in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Check our website for new topics and archive programs. WDIY Public Affairs on 88.1 FM, streaming at WDIY.org, on the app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Lori Siebert. You're listening to Your Financial Choices right here on WDIY. If you have questions, the phone number is 610-758-8810. You can talk live on air with us or just give your question to Cindy and she'll write it down. Bob will bring it in to us. I'm talking with Dan Banks this evening, president of Silvercrest Insurance. We're talking about Medicare annual enrollment and some of the you know, little details that are really, really important to pay attention to. And Dan, you were just kind of giving like a a general overview of where you really see a need in particular around the private or the traditional Medicare Part D prescription plans. And that if people have higher cost prescriptions, it really is worthwhile to review. You said at the top of the show that, that yes, you help people you know, uh, review which plan might work best for them. But that's not just a once and done thing. It's kind of a a continual review, you know, every year or every X number of years to kind of see what applies and what has changed in your situation. Yeah, a lot of it depends on the person. Not everybody is doing it every every year. But, you know, and some people, if they don't take medications, they're relatively in good health or you know, they, they're they not as concerned about it. Um, you know, when, I think like any of us, the concern happens when we go into the pharmacy and they tell us that their medication is going to be $500. Now we're concerned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and... Um, so, so give an example of how the, the changes in some of the Part D prescription plans, why it's important to review because you see some changes that might impact that the decision of what plan they might go into for next year yeah so so what i've noticed as a trend in prescription plans so first of all the the national average premium for prescription plans is 35 dollars, and in our area it's all over the board but there's a plan as low as 50 cents per month there's a 10 dollar plan there's a 21 dollar plan um all these plans in that category have percentages for the tier three medications now instead of a fixed copay so a fixed copay for a tier three would have been anywhere from 42 to 47 dollars after they meet their deductible up front um which you know it on average next year is between 400 to 545 dollars is the most of the deductible. Mm -hmm. So the first time you fill that medication, it's fairly expensive. And then after you're through the deductible, you would have a fixed copay of $42 to $47. Well, now 
once you reach the deductible in many of these plans, almost all of the lower premium plans, it's now a percentage. And that percentage is anywhere from 16 to 25%. Um, 25% of 500 is $125. So once you meet the deductible, if it used to be 47, now it's 125. It's a big difference. Yeah. Um, So, you know, if you're in that category, again, Eliquis, Zorelto, um, you know, and there's, there's actually 10 drugs that government has on their hit list for negotiations. They're now negotiating this through the inflation protection act reduction. Act. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. I'm making up my own acts. Um, but that that's part of this. They're they're negotiating th- these ten medications because they're fairly commonly prescribed, and there's no generic or uh, equivalents. Um, so if there's no generic equivalent, that means the patent's still yeah, uh, in effect. Yeah. Which you know the and again, I I mean I I'd be really driving down into the weeds to get into all that. But the point is, with no generic equivalent, um, the alternative may not be the best thing for people so the alternative to eloquis is cumin well Mm -hmm. there's a lot of downside to that uh, because there's a lot of maintenance you have to do with that medication Um, not everybody does well on it i mean there's different things that happen side effects uh where eloquis may have better results and again Mm -hmm. i'm not peddling eloquis or anything Mm -hmm. else right you're giving examples not endorsing it i'm just saying that's what we're seeing and so the doctor's saying, no, you need to be on this medication. And if you're that person and your doctor's telling you that, you're probably going to take it, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll pay for it, whatever it is, unless, you know. Now, we talked earlier, too, about this, uh, like a, a drug discount program, as an example, would be good RX. Is any of that covered? Any of these kinds no, of drugs they're, covered? They're, they're not going to get discounted no. through good RX. Uh, for the B- same reason that they're, you know. But, but the, each company, Bristol-Myers-Squibb is, uh, I don't know, even know if I'm saying that right. Bristol-Myers-Squibb. Thank yep. you. Um, they make Eliquis, and they have pharmaceutical uh, assistance programs you can apply th- for through their companies, and the income thresholds are higher than our um, state um, program called PACE, uh, so there are, you know, and so there, there are s- sometimes you can pivot to, to certain things if you get stuck there too. Um, and we give that information out all the time. Okay. Um, so there are, there are assistance programs for certain people, but if you're, again, if you fill it, fall into that middle, you know, sort of middle, um, you know, that you're, again, you're the, you're the person that needs to really pay attention because you, you may not qualify for that program and, you know, you could be stuck paying it. Now, we were talking about the um, traditional Medicare Part D prescription plan. Correct. You said earlier Medicare Advantage has prescription plans built into it. Are Correct. they the same plans with the same kind of copays and not, deductibles? Now, interestingly enough, the Medicare Advantage plan prescription plans are really good. Um, and again, not an endorsement for Medicare Advantage plans, but if you're comparing the the for, the um, tiering structures, most of them don't have deductibles. They have zero copays on one and two, tier one and two medications. I think their formularies are more vast. 
and their their tier three copays are fixed. So the difference with again with someone with Eliquis, there could be like a eight hundred dollar swing from a, a low cost Part D plan into a Medicare Advantage plan. Uh, so we see that a lot too, where a person might decide to go over to Medicare Advantage for s- premium savings. Uh, I mean, you got to do all the math, right? Uh, I just did that comparison for somebody today. They were their savings between their premium, their prescription plan, and their drugs going to a Medicare Advantage plan was like four thousand dollars. So it depends sometimes on the deductibles, the differences between the Advantage and the um, traditional. It, it, it may. Well, the, the, there's premium savings, right, but there must premium, be some right. no, disadvantage yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so Maybe pre- we'll talk about that. Yes, that's at, definitely at, the second at, part. At the next part. <laughs> um, folks, we're almost at the halfway point. We're talking with Dan Banks from Silvercrest Insurance about um, some of the intricacies involved in, you know, reviewing your Medicare, uh, traditional Medicare options. We've been particularly focusing on the prescription Part D plans. There is much more to consider in that. But what I love about doing the show with Dan, and and you've done the show a couple times already this year, is that there's so many layers to this onion that we have to peel back that understanding kind of the details, as we've described just on the prescriptions, um, is just kind of the, the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more to uh, pay attention to. And it's really unique to each person's circumstances. So don't make assumptions. Don't always like set it and forget it. Um, there could be situations where that works for a lot of people, but you could really have some savings by looking under the hood or peeling back that onion to see what it might apply to you because savings in the end um, all ends up back in your pocket and helps you reach other goals that you might have. We're at the halfway point. If you have questions, the phone number is 610-758-8810. We'll be back in just a moment. WDIY thanks its members and Valley National Financial Advisors, offering a broad spectrum of financial services for more than 25 years, including estate planning and tax preparation, especially for Pennsylvania and New Jersey residents subject to state inheritance tax reporting. On the web at valleynationalgroup.com or 610-868-9000. Welcome back. You're listening to Your Financial Choices. The phone number is 610-758-8810. Dan, really, there is so much to talk about, right? And, and you could say we could talk about it all day long. I, I, th- uh, I do talk about it all day long. <laughs> give, give us, give us a little um, uh, kind of bring it together here for well, me a little th- bit about things that you've already mentioned. How you really should pay attention if you have Part D. The uh, I always have to stutter when I say this. It's the traditional Medicare. Traditional. I always want or, to say private. So traditional Medicare. Original, I think, okay, is original. how that, what they what okay. they like to call it. So the Part D. What other things do we have to pay attention? Well, one to? thing I thought was interesting, as we were you were going into the break, and we were talking about Advantage or Original Medicare, and we get this question all the time. People want to know what's better, and there's no answer to that question. It just depends on the individual and their circumstances, and everybody's circumstances are different. So we, we kind of joke about this, and for 16 years now, I've been hearing the same thing. Well, my neighbor had this, and they said this, and 
you know, and I say, well, you'd have to take that with a grain of salt, you know, because you're seeing a lot of commercials, marketing. Marketing is specifically designed to get you interested. Um, and, and, they, and it works, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, in the stuff your neighbor's saying is also marketing almost because they're telling you what they like about it. You know, the no premium, this is Advantage plans, no premiums, all the extra benefits they put in there. And they are good benefits. But how does that apply to you? You know, it might matter less to you that you get over-the-counter pharmacy benefits than whether or not your medication is covered through that plan or um, how much you're exposed to if you go to the hospital or if you have a cancer history in your family, you know, what, what makes more sense. So there, and those are like just a few of hundreds of variables. Um, I'm not saying it has to be that complicated. We definitely don't. We take all that in a funnel and we funnel it out for you. Mm -hmm. And we figure we, you know, we know what to talk to you about and how to boil it down. And even at the end of the day, nobody knows what tomorrow is. So if we were mm -hmm. fortune tellers, we could tell you which plan was better. But we're all just doing our best to get, you know. So um, so it is. It's a very complicated thing. And I guess my point is, is you know, seek, you know, you want to have professional oversight. Right. Um, because your neighbor isn't and doesn't know that much about you. Right. Or, or the drugs. Or like, the drugs. Like, or the generic names like you do. Or the generic <laughs> names. Um, the, you know, your finances and, and yeah. everything else. And, that, and that's a lot of times how the decisions are made. Because we might advise people to apply for the assistance program through the hospital. And, you know, that's going to help you with your co-pays if you're in Medicare Advantage. Um, the assistance programs through the pharmaceutical companies, which could help you with the cost of Eliquis. Some people get it for free, and then it doesn't matter if the plant covers it or not. Mm. Um, so, you know, and, the, and these things change, too, over time. The woman I met with today, her husband passed away, and, and now she gets more, her ex-husband, actually, and now she gets more Social Security, and yeah. it totally impacted her whether she might qualify for assistance. Ah. Um, and, you know, and these are the types of things that are that are going on. Uh, so when people ask that question, which is better, there's no accurate answer, which is better for me is the better yeah, answer. Yeah. And, you know, we we drive down into it and, you know, and then try to get you to the best plan. And at the end of the day, some people just, you know, are going to make their own decisions based on how they feel about whatever you're telling them. Well, talk about the that there's even a, another option if you have a working spouse who has coverage at work. Yes. So we, we've talked about the original Medicare. We've talked about Medicare Advantage. But just because someone turns 65 doesn't necessarily mean they have to go on Medicare. Right. And you, you consider that as well? Is that one of the questions you asked? You uh, have absolutely. a spouse who has coverage. Yeah. And, and a lot of, oftentimes we have people coming to us if they're, with their turning 65. You know, th that'll come up for sure. Whether or not they're still working and or if they have a spouse that's working if they are eligible for their uh, group insurance. And then it becomes a question of, well, how much does it cost you to be on the group insurance and what's the coverage? Um, so there has to be a comparison. And sometimes it, it becomes very obvious that, oh, Medicare would be a better avenue for you or well, let's just stay on the, the plan. And this is the most common misconception out there. And I'm not sure 
uh, why it hasn't been, uh, you know, publicly made more public by the federal government is you do not have to sign up for Medicare if you have coverage under a spouse or your own coverage through work. If that employer has over 20 employees, you have the right to be on that plan and you're not going to get a penalty. Um, and that's what people are afraid of. Well, I'm going to get a penalty. Mm -hmm. So people will sign up for A only or A and B and still have group coverage. They'll pay for Part B and they're still paying for their group coverage and it's completely unnecessary. Okay, we do have a caller. I think it's Richard from Phillipsburg. Richard, can you hear us? Uh, yes. Hi, oh, how good, are you? Good question. Dan and Lori. How can we help you? Um, so I'm looking at your question, Richard. Um, so it's a good question. You're asking, can someone do their own research by going on to Medicare's website? Is that... Dan, or I mean, whoops, did we... Richard, do we still have you? I think we might have lost Richard, but go well, ahead, Well, I have Dan. his question here. So um, that's a good question. If you go to Medicare.gov, there's a plan finder, and you can do your own research. Um, you, you would basically put in your zip code. You can enter your medications, your preferred pharmacies, and it's going to do a basically an algorithm, and it's going to put every plan out in front of you that's available in your zip code in order of your year estimate, yearly estimated annual cost. And what will be factored in that is the premium of the plan, the deductible, and the cost sharing. So your total cost for the entire year, and again, it's an estimate. Um, so it's not incredibly difficult to navigate but it takes a little figuring out the first time you do it but it's a great point is you can do your own research you don't have to go sit with somebody to to do that we is, do we have richard back can we check peter richard do we have you sorry uh, richard i think we're we're not able to connect we're not it's sure it's not that we don't want to talk to you yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but tune in, Richard, if you can hear us, because we are talking about going on Medicare.gov and doing the plan. What is it called, Dan? The it's called the Plan Finder, and you can use it for prescription plans and also for Medicare Advantage plans. Um, so you can uh, search your doctors. Um, so it's a pretty comprehensive. I mean, we as an agency, that's the tool we used for years, and now our... Uh, we have what's called an upline agency that's a liaison between us and the insurance companies. This is insurance speak. We have that tool um, that we use. It's a pro you know, it's a different tool, but again? same same results. Can we try to see if we have Richard? Richard, do we have you? Okay, sorry, not picking you up, Richard. Um, well, that's. I mean, that's basically the answer okay. to that question. Is Very good. And, it's good and to know. Yeah, I appreciate but you saying that because uh, that's... But sometimes you aren't having to search through all the plans because you guys have know the plans so familiar. You know, you're so familiar with the plans. Well, we, we do. We always do the, the search. You still do the search. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, now sometimes it's just very obvious and we don't necessarily have to do that but um what you know this year again uh we're seeing a lot of drugs that used to come up tier one and two generics 
that are coming up as tier three brands and hitting the deductible and they're not very expensive but when they're hitting the deductible like if it's a 35 dollar cost and you have a 545 dollar deductible on your plan you're never going to get to the deductible and as I, I was telling you this earlier you can go uh to the pharmacy go through good rx which is a discount okay we have program. richard on oh, the line Richard's now back. i think richard do we have you so sorry we can't seem to hear richard yeah just keep it up peter in case he comes on so um so oftentimes we're directing people to purchase their medications through the good rx discount program there's single care there's other ones um because they're getting them cheaper off the drug plan than they are through the drug plan which you know, it doesn't. So I always wondered if that was legit when you see the commercials for those kinds oh, yeah. of discount drugs. So they are legit. It mm-hmm. could be something yeah. to check out if it would be cheaper to do it that way through the, through like the. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and you know, and, and you, there, the cost is going to vary among pharmacies, CVS, Weiss, Giant, WellCare, or well, um, Walgreens, okay. all the different, you know, there. So you can shop that medication through many pharmacies. Now they have to have your prescription there, mm-hmm. um, so it takes a little doing, but uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of savings to be had in that way. And the number one question we get is, well, how does GoodRx make their money? Um, they also sell a, a a membership plan for people that aren't on Medicare. You can't purchase it if you're on Medicare, but if you don't have insurance uh, for whatever reason and you're under 65, you can use GoodRx. You can uh, pay for their program. So Okay. Well, um, Richard, thank you for your question. We're sorry we couldn't connect with you live on air. I appreciate your patience and, and try. He did um, ask about mail order rather than local pharmacy. Do you have any, any uh, comment on that, Dan? Um, well, I mean, all, most, most programs, most Part D and... Uh, Part C Advantage plans have mail order options. Um, some of them give you a little bit of a discount when you go to the ma- when you go through mail order. It's not as common as it used to be. Mm. Uh, it might save you, you know, fifteen dollars on an expensive medication, um, and you know, and there's a convenience factor there. So we have people who like to do mail order and then. Um, you know, as far as local pharmacies, um, they're probably in your plan, but a lot of times they come up as standard, which means you're not getting preferred pricing. Mm. Uh, you want to go to a pharmacy that's preferred by your plan oh, if you right, get the best pricing. Right, right. And that could make also make a very big difference. I mean, you know, again, we might see somebody with eight generic medications and maybe they're uh, you know, a tier one or tier two on their plan and they'll get them relatively cheap at a preferred pharmacy. But if you go to a non-preferred pharmacy, you'll pay the full retail cost because it, it'll hit your deductible first and uh, you don't want that. Okay. Wow. Lots to navigate there. So we've talked a bit about the Medicare annual enrollment, that that period ends uh, December 7th. And that's the opportunity to review the current plans you have, whether it's your regular supplemental uh, health insurance and or Part D um, prescription. 
Uh or they could switch to Medicare Advantage. Mm -hmm. Um, The next window is the Medicare Advantage open enrollment, which is January 1 to March 31st. If someone wants to change within the Medicare Advantage. Yeah, if you have an an Advantage plan um, and you didn't have a chance to switch for whatever reason in in the open enrollment now, um, you still have that three months in the beginning of the year to go to a different Advantage plan. Oftentimes, and I think the reason they did that was if your doctor, for whatever reason, wasn't contracted with your plan anymore and you found out the hard way, yeah. now, you can, now you can switch to a plan that, you know, where your doctor's in network. Okay. Um, we're at our next bra- bra- break. We have a call from uh, Jack and Easton. It's off air. So, Jack, hang on the line. We're going to answer your question as soon as we're back. If you have questions, phone number is 610-758-8810. We'll be back in just a moment. WDIY thanks its members and Valley National Financial Advisors, offering a broad spectrum of financial services, including portfolio management, tax return preparation, and financial planning for the accumulation years, retirement years, and estate distribution. On the web at valleynationalgroup.com or 610-868-9000. American folk music offers a variegated pattern of performers and styles. I'm Tom Druckenmiller, your host for In the Tradition. Together we'll trace the roots and branches of American folk music from the earliest recordings and performers through today's talented players. In the Tradition, Wednesday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. on WDIY 88.1 FM and WDIY.org. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Lori Siebert. You're listening to Your Financial Choices right here on WDIY 88.1. I have Dan Banks, president of Silvercrest Insurance in Bethlehem, um, with me in the studio this evening talking about uh, Medicare annual enrollment and some of the things that you, you know, kind of top of mind that should be like little triggers to help you decide if you should go for an extra review. Jack from Easton called asking how quickly can we post the show to the website so that we can listen again um, because of the tight deadline. So the show will be posted to WDIY.org probably within the next two days. They do it pretty quickly. And when you look at the links, there's one for public affairs. When you scroll down on public affairs, you'll see all of our public affairs programming, which your financial choices is one of them because it starts with a Y. We're at the bottom of the list, I think. You scroll down, click on your financial choices, and you can search through all the shows that we've done. And Dan has done a couple shows with me already on Medicare this year. So um, you can even just look for those in particular. But uh, Jack, give it a couple days. Um, The podcasts are also available on many streaming services as well. You can kind of search in, you know, some browser for your financial choices. I know they have shows on the NPR website and I think you know, Apple and maybe Spotify. I don't know. A lot of listening services. It's there if you search for it. Spread the news. Um, We have another question that came in off air. We had Dottie from Palmer, and she said she had an an unpleasant experience with a nursing home and rehab, was given five stars, but this place should have no stars. How does Medicare assign stars? I didn't even know Medicare signed stars, Dan. Are you familiar with that? Um, well, I mean, the, the plans. This was like the facility, it sounded like. Um, she might be talking about the Advantage plan 
the 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 advantage plans and the prescription plans are star rated um and it's typically based on consumer experience um and she may be saying that the uh the plan she was in which is was a five-star plan i'm just trying to interpret this um when trying to use it with the nursing uh, or rehab it's not the nursing home it was the plan that was right okay. and and you know one knock on advantage plans we've heard we even heard it on the last show was um not all providers uh like especially long-term care or nursing home facilities uh for whatever reason they don't always play nice with each other i don't know which end it comes from but um, the insurance companies may uh, either not be in their network or um, they they might be asking for pre-authorizations that aren't getting accepted. Uh, it's hard to speak to that experience, um, but, you know, uh, it's possible that if that's the experience you had, then obviously you wouldn't be very happy with the plan. I think it was the nursing home that might have been the bad experience that had the five-star rating. So the five-star rating might not necessarily have been the Medicare Advantage plan. The five-star okay. rating could have been I don't know some how. other system, not a Medicare system. So um, I would say, Dottie, perhaps it wasn't Medicare who assigned that five-star rating. Maybe it was some other... Is she talk, maybe talking about the Google rating for the actual perhaps, facility? Perhaps, perhaps. Um, well, I'm we, sorry we, we you didn't have a good experience. Yeah, that's really that's, tough, especially when you, you're in rehab. You need people to be empathetic right. towards your situation. So we're really sorry to hear that. Um, but yeah. Medicare has a separate system for assigning star ratings to that's That's to their the plans. plans. They don't rate. Uh, not facilities. that I'm, I mean, I don't know how they evaluate facilities, but we're not, that's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. Um, but again, yeah, it's, it's a shame that you had that experience. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for the call, Dottie. Um, Dan, let's talk about, we have, you know, like eight minutes to talk about a couple other things. Uh, one, I just want to point out that there's, uh, be careful if you have health savings accounts, if, especially if one spouse is turning 65 and wants to go on Medicare and the other spouse is still working and has a family plan for health savings accounts. As soon as one of the spouses or the person in the plan, if you have a family plan, signs up for Medicare, you can no longer do the health savings account. So be very careful. Otherwise you might have excess taxes on that penalties. Um, as Dan mentioned earlier, if you have other qualified health insurance and you don't need to go on Medicare, if you show, you know, your your spouse is covering you, then you wouldn't have to go on Medicare and you could continue to participate in the in right. the health it, savings account. But if you go on Part A even, Part A, the hospital insurance, which is free, that also kicks you out of the health savings account. Well, option. it it. It doesn't kick you out, though. It's sorry, just, you can. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you thank need you, for the you need to know that yeah. you can. So th you're not allowed to have two health insurances and contribute to a health savings account. And Medicare Part A, the hospital part, is insurance. So people often don't understand that, and because it's free, they sign up for it. Because why not? And also because they think they have to. Right. Right. Um, so that's that's one we're seeing a lot more because health savings accounts are companies' ways of mitigating high, uh, 
you know, insurance, insurance premiums, premiums. Right. And, you know, and some people like them for the tax benefits and everything else. But you just have to be careful because if you contribute and you're on Medicare, you will have an excise tax and all the all the uh, money you take out is taxable. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to be careful. I've had that happen. Right. Um, and and they give you like a window to reverse it if you if you're on top of it, you can reverse it. Um, Dan, if you can take some time to talk about the Inflation Reduction Act, because you said there's some big changes here. It's going to help people who are on insulin, but it's a phased period. It's a phased. Um, uh, what do I want to say? Implementation. It, can you talk about what people can expect? in um, the right. Inflation Reduction Act impact? So the that part of the act which impacts Medicare um, is, is intended to reduce the cost of prescriptions. Um, so it, it's already, and it's being implement, implemented in phases. So these, these acts are fairly huge and they don't just happen overnight. Um, but the first phase was they capped insulin at $35. So if it's covered through the plan, you'll never pay more than $35 for it. It's and not, that's already happened. That's 2023. That's already happened. And it's not subject to the deductible. It's not, it uh, doesn't count towards the coverage gap. Um, the, the other uh, part that's coming in um, next year. Well, actually, I think it's actually, I think it's for next year, 2024, is they are... Um, the catastrophic period when you go through the coverage gap, um, and this would apply to maybe five to 10% of anybody on Medicare. Um, once you go through the coverage gap um, to the catastrophic phase, there's no longer any cost sharing. So you're, mm -hmm. you're now all your medications are, um, they're, you know, we'll say free, but no cost. Um, and again, the example I used earlier was if you get prescribed a cancer medication, we've seen them, they cost $16,000 a month, some of them. You're in and out of the coverage gap in one month. And the cost that you're gonna have, unless you get assistance for that medication, is about $3,400. That's how the math works out. After that, without the Inflation uh, Reduction Act, you'd pay 5% of that uh, medication for the rest of the year, which is $800 a month. Now you won't pay anything. Okay. Um, so, and, and it would apply to people with, if you have two brand name medications, you'll probably hit the coverage gap by June, maybe May, and you might be out of it in a few months, and then, you you know, your costs would be reduced. So, um, it's going to impact a limited number of people, but the ones it is impacting are going to be at least mm -hmm. happy for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the probably the most significant one is going to phase in in 2025 where they're capping the cost sharing at $2,000 total. And the cost sharing would means your either your copay or your coinsurance, whatever that that drug cost is. Um, so $2,000 um, total. So again, in that cancer case, instead of that, that person paying $3,400, $2,000 and nothing else. Okay, that's 2025. Yep. Mm -hmm. And in 2026, um, the government is, they're negotiating uh, the prices on certain medications. There's actually 10 drugs that they have targeted. I just have four uh, here as an example. 
Jardiance, Genuvia, Eliquis, Zarelto. If you Google the 10 medications, you'll, you'll get the whole list. And so these a couple medications are for uh, for diabetes. There's two for um, for uh, blood. You know, it's basically mm-hmm. people who have uh, arrhythmia or whatever. Okay, or blood clots. Or, yeah, or, or, that that sort of. Mm-hmm. We're not doctors here, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, again, we mentioned Eliquis a number of times on the show. We see it a lot. Zarelto and Eliquis are semi interchangeable, but. Uh, they're both very expensive, and if you're on it, you know it. <laughs> uh, and so, those are so those the are goal or the hope is that the government will be able to help negotiate some of the drug prices to bring those costs down. Yes, and hopefully, the bigger hope is that'll continue to be a trend going forward. Um, what the how that unfolds and what it looks like going forward is a uh, is you know we'll all get to find out together, I guess. Um, but that's that was part of the inflation reduction act and um, we're starting to see some of the impact in the plans now um so you know that's why i think this year it's more important than ever to to look at what you have and make sure that it's going to continue to be better um next year or Mm -hmm. the or the best Mm -hmm. next year Mm -hmm. and understand that it's unique to you um so dan when people come in to meet with you it could be when they're turning 65 which could be any time of the year if someone's mm-hmm. turning 65 it doesn't have otherwise you know uh, don't they don't expect to have other qualified health insurance so they this is their option to go on medicare if they don't go on medicare when they if they don't have other coverage and they don't go on medicare there's a, a penalty that will stay with them forever right that's the penalty mm-hmm. and the reason for the penalty is the federal government is discouraging you from going without coverage okay um all right so um we have one minute left if people want to reach you how do they reach you right now the best way to get us is through our website what um, is your website silvercrest ins like insurance.com silvercrest ins.com and there's a contact form so you know if someone wants to schedule a review that's the best way. I mean, uh, you can call us 610-868-5801, 610-868-5801, um, and we'll get your information, and then we'll schedule uh, to bring you in. Now, it is a busy time of year yes. as people are doing this, so the sooner the better. Not Don't wait till December 7th if you need a review. Of your yeah, plan. you're probably not going to talk to us at that <laughs> point. So. Okay. Dan, thanks so much for being here. It's always a pleasure. I think uh, you, you really... I mean, I understand it when you're talking about it, but then I forget it. But um, I, I really think it's, for me, what's important is that we're raising awareness yes, and that people understand the flags yes. that they have to watch out for yes. and that each person's situation is unique and it helps to work with people who are intimately aware of all of these intricacies that you have to pay attention to. Absolutely. So thanks so much, Dan. I really appreciate it. Yep, thank Um, you. Folks, the uh, podcast of tonight's show will be posted probably within a couple days at WDIY.org. Also available at yourfinancialchoices.com. Podcasts of prior shows can be uh, re- you know, found both places. And uh, we go way, way, way back on, on a lot of these shows. I've been doing this at WDIY since 2009. So it's been quite the ride. 
Um, next week, we will have a pre-recorded show because it's right before Thanksgiving. So uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank you, Bob and Cindy, for being here. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, callers, for your questions. And Dan Banks, of course. Coming up next, we have Tom Druckenmiller with Tradition Folk Music. Remember, pay attention. Be proactive, not reactive. Make the best of your financial choices. Have a great week. Thank you.